When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Blue White Breakdown, the premier podcast for all things Penn State football. Talk about culture. It's something that should show up in every aspect of your program. It's the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live. Here are your hosts, Bob Flounders and David Jones. Guys, we are back. It's David Jones and Bob Flounders here. Blue White Breakdown. You guys have an early wake-up call. I am not... I am not staffing this game. I like to, I like, you know, if I get, if I get a little window on Fridays, I like to, I like to go out on the town for the game on Friday, but that pretty much eliminates that. And number two, champagne's no fun anyway. It's just going to be strictly business for Bobo. Let's, let's, let's look at this game, Dave. I think we've talked about it enough before we got on the podcast. A lot of different ways it could probably play out, but in the end. I just think Illinois is pretty bad this year, and I don't think the last – I don't think the first two games were – were. I, I just think this is kind of be the way this team is. I really do. I agree. One game, the Toledo game, the 30-28 game that they won at the end, <clears throat> you might be able to dismiss that, but I think the Kansas game, if anyone watched it on Friday night, really exposed this team's flaws. They Bielema suddenly – a lot of times when you're trying to rebuild a program, you've got multiple facets of the team to rebuild. And he did some quick fixes, some Band-Aid solutions with super seniors and people that were transfers. And he got he's kind of gotten caught with his pants down. Talk about a grisly image. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm dying to talk about it, so stop, stop doing this because – it's going to be hard enough watching from the press box, Dave. I am not. I'm not going down the limit. I'm not going down the uh, road. I'm not doing it. He has not be- real rebuilt his defense uh, quickly enough, and it has come apart in every direction. People are running on them. Kansas ran on him for about 270 yards. Um, even Toledo ran on him for like 188. Uh, but that's not even the half of it. Uh, their back end, their back five, has been decimated. The Witherspoon kid, uh, Sidney Brown's playing for the Eagles. Uh, they had another safety that moved on. These these guys were just old, and they were ready to graduate playing the NFL. And he has not replaced them, and it's bad, man. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what I didn't know. I didn't know anything about that Kansas quarterback. Did you watch that? I mean, he's... I have I didn't have time to watch it, but just reading oh the stories, he's really he's he's a, that's a good player, and that's a team that can win some games this year. Yeah, and you know who's who told me about Kansas this year? And uh, I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. Got a team for you, Bob. Is he still uh, is is Nick Horvath still a uh, a very much of a uh, prognosticator, fervent gambler? It's fervent, right? I, I believe he is, and good for him. He told me about Kansas, but he didn't really tell me about Jalen Daniels, their quarterback. And, I mean, he just destroyed Illinois' defense left, right. He's, he, he spread them out. And this is, I think, important because I don't think they run very well. 
and he's he's got kind of a three quarter delivery. He was zipping balls down the spine. He was flinging them out to the sideline. It was a classic uh, field geography case where he spread these guys out, and I think Drew Allard can de- do the exact absolutely. Same thing he can. He can go that deep out to the to the uh, field, and that's what James said. It, it really is a nightmare for defenses because with their athletes and they have to cover all the field, something's going to pop. And I, I think there's going to be quite a few plays that pop. I am just, Dave, I'll tell you one of the things I'm anxious to see. And I'm, I, I don't, I mean, it, I don't think it's really going to, it shouldn't have a major factor in the outcome, but the individual battles between some of Penn State's offensive linemen and, the, and those two Illinois defensive linemen that I think are really good. I, I think, I think that's going to be something I'm going to watch because it's an indicator of how maybe how far this Penn State offensive line has come or maybe an indicator of how far they need to go. Because Newton and the other kid, um, Keith, I forget his last name, he's a really good player. I think it's Keith Randolph. It's Randolph, yeah. Yeah, they're two NFL caliber players. Newton is is one of the best defensive linemen in the Big Ten. And I, I'm, I'm actually anxious to see that. I just think that it's a really good test for a number of different Penn State offensive linemen. But they kind of line those guys up wide, and the interior has just been... No, but I'm saying, like, a guy like Olu. I mean, a guy like Olu or a guy like Caden Wallace, you know, those guys, those guys, I mean, they haven't been tested. No one's been tested the first two games for Penn State. So I just think, I think, uh, I think that's something I'm going to be look, looking forward to seeing. But you're right. Um, the way that Drew is playing and the way that they can spread the ball around it's hard. It's really hard to to limit this offense because because of his options and his decision making. He hasn't been rattled. Uh, I'm curious to see though. He hasn't really, really. I think he's only been popped once. He was popped on that blitz by Delaware, believe it or not. But other than that, I don't think he's really been hit too hard. I don't see this defense doing much to challenge him. Frankly, those guys you talked about are really good, but they line up wide, and the the middle was just wide open so many times, either for – I don't think they're going to do quarterback draws very often. I think they just showed that with Allerette. I can't believe that they would do that again. But uh, Nick Singleton, I think, could run for quite a while on, on these guys. <laughs> they're, they're, kind of, they're, they're kind of clunky in space, and I, it, it, it – Feels like a 40-plus game for Penn State, but it's their first road game. You, you don't know. But what you do know is Drew Aller even looked good last year at Peru when he got thrown in the action. I'm trying to remember. Was that around halftime? No, I, think Sean, I believe Sean Clifford was getting an IV, uh, and he hadn't come out yet. Uh, he was. I think he, it was a really warm night. Um, and, yeah, we saw Drew warming up, and we're like, not again. I was thinking about the Iowa game in 2021. And he, he only missed a series, but Drew was two of four for 26 yards. And one of the, the incompletions, he threw a dime to Tyler Warren <laughs> that would have went for about 30 yards. And Tyler admitted he should have caught it. I mean, he, it was even better than those numbers. It was nighttime. <laughs> he, he wasn't used to a ball coming up on yeah. him probably that but quick. But he put it right on him, right yeah. on him. And the point is that Aller looked like another day at the office. He, he, it was, it's his very first road game the very first game in the in college football and he didn't look phased in the slightest so i don't think this is gonna bother him i'm trying to look for a way that illinois can stay in the game and i think it's penn state turnovers and then luke altmeyer who is a very good little quarterback 
will be one of the top three quarterbacks that I think Penn State faces all year. Uh, transfer from Mississippi. I mentioned him last week. And I mentioned him uh, in the power poll a couple weeks because this this guy is very resourceful. He's kind of got a Trace McFor- McSorley vibe about him. And he can move in the pocket, keep his eyes upfield, and hit big plays. And he's done that to uh, Isaiah Williams and uh, a couple other guys. They They have the ability to score points on Penn State, and I think they will but just not enough to keep up. But I really like Altmaier. I think people are going to have a, a, get a kick out of watching him as long as the game's not too close. Dave, I'm trying to figure out which which Big Ten fan base is going to be annoyed. So you got McCarthy, McCord, and Talia. So who are you putting him over? Have you watched McCord? I have. I have. He's a former five-star. I'm, I'm just saying. He's got a gun, but yep. I haven't been overly impressed. So it's going to be the Ohio State fan base that's going to get annoyed with you. Okay, I'm just I checking. suppose. Who cares? They're annoyed about everything all the time. <laughs> anyway, I only have to make the top three. Yeah. well, That, that is three. Yeah, that is three. Yeah. So you're putting them over McCord? No, I don't have to put them over either one. I can put them behind both, and then he's still in the top three. <laughs> no, he's not. McCarthy, McCord, and Talia Tagovailoa. Oh, I didn't hear you say Talia. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, Leah. Yeah. Okay. Maryland is still paper mache on at scrimmage. It's like it never changes. And last year he had a shot. He had a chance. But, I mean, they're still getting pushed around at scrimmage. Yeah, they shut him out last year. Yeah. I mean, I and, and remember Iowa a couple of years ago, it was really ugly. It was like yeah, yeah. the Friday night game where like, oh, they're going to upset him. And they, they intercepted him like nine times. If if you if you get tough with those guys, so I I think Leah has a lot of ability, but he also is going to have trouble staying healthy, especially this year. So I guys. asked I asked uh, James on Tuesday. I said, "Hey, look, you know, against West Virginia, Garrett Green, I thought uh, another dual threat uh, was a nice little challenge for your defense, even though the score didn't reflect it." Um, you look at some of the things. I, I'm paraphrasing. I said, "Do you think it's going to prepare you?" At least, at least having seen somebody like that, it it will prepare them a little bit better for for Luke. And he he kind of he all but said he. I think he really really likes Garrett Green, maybe even more than this guy. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, he didn't even mention his name, but he said the quarterback. Yeah, is very very good. Yeah, I was like, uh, he's also been sacked a lot, Dave. I know he's had to throw a lot because they've been behind, but you wonder about Pasperchek or Green or Altmaier. Altmaier's been sacked, I think, uh, eight times. Yeah. And, again, Illinois is – he's kind of doing it with smoke and mirrors. By Toledo and Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It, 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 I really have a lot of respect for the kid, but he's got more of an arm than Garrett Green. He can, he can get it upfield better than Garrett Green. As, as you saw, when – Neil Brown was trying to throw it upfield with Green. It didn't work out too well. He didn't want to try to do that. Didn't want to have to do that. But you know, it's Neil Brown. He's got to. He's got to fling it upfield. I. I thought they should have run an option the whole game, and and just kept the ball. I think they could have. But that's 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 water under the bridge. This is the blue white breakdown. So you talked about Penn State, like. Potential, potential, you know, problem areas, turnovers. They haven't turned it over yet, so they're kind of due to do that just on a fluke. In the West Virginia game, I think there were a couple drops by uh, West Virginia guys, or Drew would have at least one 
interception. I think it's going to happen. I'm curious to see just how I think I don't think it's going to rattle him at all. Um, and I, I just I just think it's almost better if he gets it over with in a game like this, I think. But 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 I might be wrong. To me, the, the interesting part of football is what happens when you don't have the personnel that you like. There have been certain programs that have always had what they like and they keep recruiting it and they just keep doing what they do and they don't do what the defense gives them. They do what they want. Uh, <laughs> in the words of Al Davis, I love that quote. It's top, that's a top five pro football whatever. For instance, Wisconsin this year is trying to kind of transition. Luke Smith trying to transition to some sort of air raid light. And it ain't, it ain't working at all. Brett Bielema has all of a sudden has a whole different team to work with, not completely of his own making, but you do have the portal now. You should be able to keep what you want to do going, and they really haven't done it. Uh, they are going to have to do – they're going to have to have a finesse offense, and he doesn't like to do that. Neil, Neil Brown had to go to a power offense. He doesn't like to do that. I think the best coaches can adapt to whatever they have. So we're we're going to learn a lot about Bielum on on Saturday. Yeah, I agree. I'm uh, Dave. I, I want to. I, I just think uh, another thing I'm looking for is I just I my feeling is that Penn State could have an opportunity um, at some point in the game, maybe in the fourth quarter, to to get a look at some of their younger players again. And boy. You're awfully confident here. I said in the fourth quarter, man. I said in yeah, the well, quarter. that means it's not a close game in the yeah. fourth quarter. Well, the line's fourteen. I mean, I think it's going to be. I, my, spoiler alert: I like them by more than fourteen. But um, spoiler alert: I do too. But but you're putting it out there. Yeah. I just think that Penn State's defense defensive depth is good, but at some spots. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, a couple games down the road if there's a changing of the guard at some of the backup spots. And I think this that will improve the team. One guy, the, the guys that I'm really interested in are Tony Rojas. I said it said it before. Uh, I like King Mack a lot, and even the corner Elliot Washington. He got flagged, I think, for a holder and interference in the Delaware game, and I thought that was just pretty good coverage. So I do think this we have not seen nearly the best of the Penn State defense. I I am though still very. I'm a little I'm more than a little concerned about the interior, the defensive line, and just. You look at those guys that are missing the Izzard kid, who I think could help. But as the season goes on, um, it's hard to play defense. But those guys, I didn't, I just didn't see them necessarily terrorizing Delaware the way I thought they might be able to do. Yeah, and I don't. Th- this is the problem. I don't know if Illinois has the team to exploit that uh, like they would have certainly the last two years. Uh, they've got a decent back in Reggie Love, but he's not like a 30-carry power back like Brown was. And I don't know that their push is as good as it used to be. Altmeyer could run, and he could he could run the A-gap keeper, but he's, he's not big either. Uh, they really don't have the team to exploit that. So we might not get that answer this week. We might get it against Iowa. I looked at that Delaware touchdown run and I was like, boy. That was a big hole, wasn't it? That was that that was a that hole was way too big. <laughs> well, those were two backups at defensive end and, and uh there Mike some, there, was, there, was some, there were some backup linebackers and maybe a yeah. defensive end or two. They, it was not the it was not the first team in its entirety. And 
it kind of showed it. I think it got James's attention. I know it got Manny Diaz's attention because there's going to be times later in the year when they're going to have their second teamers in and they're going to need to play a lot better. They yeah, have- and they're going to have different second teamers in probably. I mean, we don't want to – I don't know if you want to name names here, but, I mean, they're trying, they're trying out some guys to see what they can do, and they found out in not a great way. But then you, you move on yeah. to – It's the cl- Dave, it's the classic – the, the first year guys have more talent. The the guys that are in there now know the defense better, allegedly know where they're supposed to be. But at what point in this season, if is there going to be a moment where the more talented guys get comfortable and know all the intricacies of Manny's defense? And when that happens, I think that's when you, you could see maybe a little bit of a changing in the guard. And I think you're talking about Rojas here, aren't you? I mean, you really like Rojas, that. even King Mac. I, I just think that King Mac, the way that he the way that he flies up there and runs support, his speed he can cover. Um, you can't have enough guys like that on the field. And if if you know a guy a guy like he he becomes valuable, like in the West Virginia game when Garrett Green, uh, you know, the defensive ends came up the field too fast and the linebackers wouldn't break down, he gets into the secondary. Well, instead of a instead of a a fifteen yard gain, a guy a guy like King Mac, if he's looking at that quarterback, it, it's a six or seven yard. I just think that James is a big speed guy, and he's got it. He's got it a ton of it. And I just think that the way he flashes makes me think that it's not just going to be special teams for Rojas and King Mac on defense this year, or it's on, on for Penn State this year. Sometimes the problem with fast guys is they get where they want to go too quickly and it's not where they need to go uh, they get out of there they're not gap attentive as franklin is so gap sound they're not gap sound and he went right to that phrase talking about that run you knew, and, you knew exactly what he was talking about <laughs> if you if you look at that gap i mean that was a gap and there was nobody home so even micah parsons i remember a guy a fan coming up to me in a hotel in Pittsburgh, I think it was. It was the 2018. Yeah, the the rain game. The 51-6 game, the rain game, right? And he he said, "When's when are we going to see this this Micah Parsons? When are we going to see this?" And I said, "He's just 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 wait." I mean, he and I saw it with Lavar Arrington. I knew. I said, "Look, the guy is so fast and can get where he, he he's going so quickly." that he just wants to get there right now and he's too aggressive, he's too impatient and he he gets upfield too quickly and and sometimes is not gap sound just just wait. He's just he's he's getting the speed down. He's getting the speed of the game down and when he does, look the hell out because this kid's going to be incredible. He just needs to figure out the speed of the game and where and time what he does. And I think that's that's the problem with all really fast second level defenders if you make a mistake man if, if you if you make a, a split second mistake on what angle to take plays by you it's it's by you at this level and that's not true in high school getting your speed under control is a big part of what micah can do alternate theory about micah maybe just play him at defensive end when he gets to penn state and let him come off the corner at 97 miles an hour and then you don't really have to worry about him chasing like running backs up the field that's just that's an theory. It was good. It was good for him. It was to learn to learn more, what he did. He's much more well-rounded. And yep. as you saw against the Giants, um, I did not see the Giants. I- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a it's a pretty picture 
uh, on the Dallas defense if they stay healthy. It's a very vivid, pretty picture, and I'm I'm here for it. Seek and destroy, was it? Is it? Is it? Uh, yeah, and they're so worried about him. There's other good guys, and they have another corner now that they can they can block down both sides. So I I, don't I didn't think there's too many Eagles fans on the beat that are going to be. So I'm just going to let it play out. Let's just let I, it play out. I didn't see what became of Barkley, so he must have done almost nothing. Is that right? Yeah, it, it was it was very rainy. He, they had a couple moments early. The Giants did, and and Dallas returned an interception for a touchdown and blocked a kick. The Giants went all the way down the field. They blocked the field goal and returned it for a touchdown. And then after that, it just was it was like you don't want to get behind Dallas by too many points. It's not a lot you could do. Well, you could say the same thing about. Actually, Penn State's defense, when they get in trouble over the years, like, it, you know, two years ago, you know, Sean was hurt. They scored 10 points and that was it. And uh, they couldn't get a big enough lead to get discourage Illinois from running that. You think you're going to see that seven or eight? I guess you're not going to see that seven offensive line. In the set. <laughs> I don't think he's got enough offensive linemen. But that that was must watch formationing by Brett in that game two years ago because it was so simple. And they couldn't do anything to stop it. They also don't have Brown anymore. Where did Brown go? I can't remember. Well, he's a Bengal. He uh, he's he made the team as a fifth round pick. He's behind Mixon for now, but I think they like him. Very good player. The other kid uh, who ran for 140 yards is a true freshman. Most ever yards by an Illinois true freshman, McCray, is still on the team. He's still on the team. He's still big, but they've never really been ahead in the game to really pound with him. And I think he's got very limited carries. Well, Chase Brown was resilient, was man. He was really good. That guy could carry the mail. Yeah. And if you get into something that you like and the other guys simply can't stop it, there's no more comfortable feeling for a coach, especially somebody like Brett Bielema, who's really a defensive guy. And he gets you in that position. It's like it's like MMA, where he's got he's he's got a chokehold on you. Or whatever they call that, you know, he's just making you submit. He's making you submit, and he's not going to try to do anything else. He's not going to make any other move like real wrestling. It's just going to be choke you out until you can't take it. The quarterback, I think, passed for like 18 yards in that game. It was a quarterback, a running back, like seven offensive linemen at two tight ends at scrimmage, and that was it. That was it. I can't even remember. Was that Sitkowski or who was that? Or Tommy DeVito from Syracuse wasn't there yet. I just wanted to <laughs> I wanted to see how many yards they threw for, and it was alarmingly bad. Like <laughs> he didn't really try. Like I, I think he might have attempted maybe ten passes, and it, it was it was like twenty six. It was it was a low total. It was so low. when people people think of ugly in Penn State history, where does twenty to eighteen rank with six to four? It's, I mean, it's, I think six four is is alone, but I think. On the Mount Rushmore of ugly at Penn State in these games, I think 2018's on it. It might have been. It might have been at, at the bottom, at the top or the bottom. Where, where, whatever. <laughs> Depending on, on how you're looking at it, David. Yeah, I mean, it might be at the top because it took so damn long, and it was a miserable day, rainy, and it had. If you look at photographs of that day, the sky wasn't just gray; it was kind of like brown. I don't know what the light was. <laughs> so the, the I, when I remember, is I, I had to look at the box score. The reason it took nine overtimes is they couldn't score any touchdowns in overtime. Starting <laughs> at the twenty-five, it was like field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, and then they at some point they had to just go two-point conversions. Yeah, yeah, 
That's how bad it was. In a lot of ways, it's the modern six to four. Who decided on two-point conversions anyway? Was that Mark Emmert? <laughs> I just remember that was, I think that game was like four hours and four and a half hours. Oh, yeah. All it, needed, all it needed was a lightning delay. Davo, it's, uh, it's, it's about that time. Uh, you got any, any players you're going to watch or you just want to get into your pick? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know that it's going to be depending on players to watch. Although, uh, I think the interior of Penn State's offensive line, this is a really good test for whether they can open holes. Cause if they can, if they can't do it against these guys inside in the interior, that might be a red flag. So let's watch them. I just want to see whoever is, whoever is the primary, uh, guy, uh, opposite Newton. I'm sure they're going to double team them or at least, you know, combo block them but i just want to see i want to see those collisions i want to see how they do yeah i think they can kick him out and 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 from from either direction that they're going if they're running inside zone left then they kick him out to the right depending on whether he flip-flops i i'm picking uh 44 24 is my pick which is way over in penn state covering rather 49 day 49 and you wouldn't you wouldn't i can't tempt you anymore to put a couple bucks i don't i don't do that on game days like i told you during the ncaa auction that i used to play and during moves march madness it just discombobulated me like i can't believe i don't know how you work how do you work when that's going on it's tough i don't i purposely like i i don't do that with penn state games i do not it's I, I do understand what you're saying. I just think, though, in the future, though, Dave, if it's not involved a game you're working at, I think maybe if you're just watching a game on Sunday or maybe a like a Maction game or a you can I think you should bet on that because there's nothing it'll 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 just further your enjoyment or your horror. Well, anyway, the number is 49 still. It was well. I mean, it's only going to move so much. It was 49 when I when I talked to you. I think it opened up at 47 and a half. Yeah, it? yeah. So it is trending. It's trending up. That's that's the kind of number you're looking. You're looking around saying, you know, what you're looking for Alan Funt. That really dates me. <laughs> Here's a guy I know. who told him the line on Illinois Penn those, State. Those YouTube commenters are gonna be Dave. Who the is <laughs> Alan Funt? You now just watch his reaction. You yourself. <laughs> right, you have it 44 24 i have it uh that's not that you don't that's not that unusual i guess 44 is so usually you like to pick a weird score so that, that score is in our history 44 that 24. is the oh wait 2013 penn state indiana the billy o fourth down game that is correct yes where he went for <laughs> he went for it in bloomington and it was it was still a game yeah. bill o'brien ob was in a great mood that day uh 41 12 i'm gonna pick i picked whoa i picked the same whoa. score of the penn state auburn game in week three last year on the road and so we're both reminiscing about old scores yeah um, yeah did you hear my tim curly there <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty emphatic bob I 41 12 I think Illinois is going to score more points than that, which which is. I mean, I mean, I really, they, very, they very well could. They probably will, but I, I just think the Penn State defense is going to get better as the year progresses, and I do think that I don't think I think what you saw from Penn State's offense the first two games uh, against against competition like West Virginia, Illinois. You know, if those two played, it maybe it'll be a good game, but I I just think that's what we're dealing with, okay, talent wise, and I, I think yeah. that Penn State. And I think, and I think that Drew is going to get better with more experience too. 
uh, at the line of scrimmage and stuff. So I think, you know, I think Penn State is is going to live in the in the 30s and 40s on offense this year in most of their games. And I think this, this is going to be one of them. I don't think and this is not an and this is not a, a big fan environment where they got to worry about it. So I just I, I just think unless they turn it over five times, I think they're going to get to the 40s. So I think we're watching Keith Randolph against whoever's playing right tackle, right? Uh, Rand, yeah, that would be Caden. And that'd be interesting. And I think Newton moves around a little bit, but whoever he goes against, I hope he. I mean, maybe he, I w- if he could go against Olu a couple times, I'd love that. But you know, the guards in the centers, they, they need the work, and they're not going to see many guys better than him. Um, I didn't. I am not making this trip. Just so everyone knows, I made a deal. Our travel budget is finite, and uh, I made a deal back in in March to go see our. Uh, to go see Penn State's uh, basketball team against uh, Texas A&M and Texas, and that was in Des Moines, which is not easy to get to and not cheap. A lot, a lot like champagne. It's it might be worse, uh, but it was it was well worth it. So, are you missed, are you getting misty about not going on the road to, to Champagne? <laughs> I feel like you're getting a little moist. <laughs> Um, all right, so we both like Penn State to cover. We both like the over. And after that, hey, next week, Dave, we're going to be talking about Kirk Ferentz, that little charmer, and what he said about Penn State's players in the 2021 game and whether Penn State remembers. And Brian Ferentz quota. You know about Brian Ferentz quota, right? He's, he's behind. with a pick six he's last He's behind. Week. He's behind. He's minus four. He's only, he's only got – 46 points and he needed you know you know doug glamorese is going to be checking that total all (laughs) year he's probably got a big chart up he's just waiting he's going to go to the end of season press conference if that guy doesn't make it doing weekly updates i mean it's i think it's hilarious that they would put it in the contract yeah what a dumb idea i know i know we got to quantify everything you can't have qualitative judgments on anything anymore see you guys this has been the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live.